pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Chats Accounts podcast. We've been running board game cafes around the UK for the past seven years now. From Hindus to family reunions, from first dates to breakups, we've recommended a game for every situation, and now we want a fresh challenge. Every episode, we'll be inviting a guest to put our board game knowledge to the test. They'll come armed with an abstract and absurd scenario. It's up to us to figure out what that situation calls for and recommend a game that totally gets their adrenaline rushing. Uh, whoever's recommendation our guest loves the most will score a point. At the end of the series, one person will be crowned the Titan of Board Games! Whoa! <laughs> right there. Um, so, uh, I'm one of the hosts, I'm Richard Scarsbrick, I'm the founder, uh, a founder, sorry, uh, of Chance Encounters, and I've been doing it for seven years now. Uh, we have board game cafes all around, including a new one if you're in Bristol on Gloucester Road. I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned that, but it's all singing, all dancing, it's, it's absolutely lovely. Um, and I have a sweet spot for the word haberdashery. I don't know where it came mm. from, but it's just, it has a great mouth feel oh, when you say it. It's so good. I would never find a chance to use that, having it's nothing, no lacking. interest in that. But I think I'm I might just keep saying, yeah. I really wish I was into haberdashery. <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> pop to the haberdashers. <laughs> the habdash. Like, I'm just shortening already. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make it cutesy and small, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I am joined by my uh, other host, Ben. Hello, I'm Ben. I make videos with the Yogs cast, and I'm also a massive nerd who loves board games. My wife's first job at college was at a haberdasher's. No way. <laughs> um, and does that, that mean is... you get to use it all the time? Uh, she does. It's hard to respond. <laughs> <laughs> but we do play a lot of patchwork because of that. Oh, I think true. Quite she does get love get. a button. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And our guest host for this week is uh, Russ. Hello, I'm Russell. I've worked for Chance Encounters for a couple of years now. And I actually, my role is uh, the head of collecting the random pieces and finding them in your pockets at the end <laughs> of a shift. Mm. Uh, so I have enough game pieces for a mm. rather large game collection, but no boxes or boards <laughs> or anything like that. So. Um, and I, I, I was so, I'm really, really kicking myself because there's a, there's a word that my, my colleague used yesterday, and I was like, I, I literally, oh, skedaddle. I love the word skedaddle. <laughs> I've got a skedaddle now, and I don't know if that's made it across the pond. Has that word made it across to America? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, all right, good, good, all right. Well, 
There we go. Then speaking of America. <laughs> yes, our guest for this uh, episode is Ray. Hello. Hi, I'm Ray. <laughs> uh, I currently work for Czech Games Edition. I do their Twitch streaming and uh, various other media and marketing things. And I am excited to present my scenario for y'all today. I love your tagline of in-house screamer. That, yeah. <laughs> I, whenever I see that, it just makes me really happy. I, it is the best way to describe uh, my job. I just I just yell on the internet and <laughs> people pay me for that. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Perfect. Ideal. I if someone gave me a podium, dream. So. <laughs> yeah. If chance encounters ever go down that route and hire one, can I submit my uh, my name for the role? And who's going to find all the pieces? <laughs> oh, no. There's so many It'll people. Be... Everyone does that. I'm just going to start doing it. I'll train <laughs> up some new person to do it in Hold my on. stead. You specifically told us that that was your job. Like, no one else gets to do it in chance encounters. So we re- you're ir- irreplaceable. I'm sorry, Russ. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll make do with my. I'll make peace with what I am. <laughs> You'll make peace. <laughs> with oh, it, will you? <laughs> well, here we go. Yeah, that's totally all you need to do is Round up all, the, take all the pieces out of all the games and hide yeah. them, and then no one will ever lose one again. I just say hold them to ransom until he gives me my in-house screamer roll. That's what I do. <laughs> Oh, no. Are we going to do without the board game pieces? Are eh? we going to play with? That surely would make me the in-house screamer at that point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't think that would make for entertaining, streamable content, though. Just me shouting at you. No, about... you'd be surprised. I'd watch that. Be, the weirder, the better. In my, in my very humble opinion, the weirder, the better on on Twitch. Because like board games are so are are in terms of like live streaming them they're quite dull that's kind of where the screamer persona comes from it's like you gotta inject energy mm. somewhere it doesn't mm. really matter where you just have to do it <laughs> so if that's what brings out the rage and the energy from you that i think that's fine <laughs> I, I wonder what your interview was like during that time was, was it just full of this this rage yes. as well Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I had to like film an example of. I, I was given the weirdest assignment. They were. I had to film a, a te, like a pretend stream to get right. this job, and they said it had to be two minutes or less. Which it's long form content. So <laughs> I've given them endless. Can I swear on this? I don't know if I can or not. Yeah, Is yeah, that, yeah. I've given them endless shit about this, like. <laughs> this uh you know thing i was supposed to do because like how am i supposed to show what i'm like on stream in two minutes or less uh yeah. so what i did was i took a, a regular stream like um mm. itinerary and speed ran it i like had a timer <laughs> up at the top and i just like ran through it that was my audition tape for this that's show. so good that's so good <laughs> that was my audition tape so basically yeah it was just me screaming and <laughs> trying to do it as fast as I could um, talking to viewers that weren't there I was supposed to I was supposed to pretend as if I was on stream so I was like oh man viewer one and two like thank you for being here like we only got I only got 45 seconds left like that was my audition tape so yeah pretty much it's amazing yeah uh-huh. it, was, it was a very weird job interview experience wow. it worked it worked it worked yeah I, I can't complain We have a very soft spot for CGE because um, one of the other previous guests was is uh, Paul Grogan who ran. So he he I know he does a lot of demo for you guys. Yeah, yeah, did. Yeah, he does a lot of, he, he's kind of like, we kind of consider him like a friend of CG. He does like a lot mm. of demoing stuff. He does a lot of video like sponsorships with us. Um, he doesn't work at CG, but it's, he's mm. kind of adopted into the CG family. I hear that's what the G in CG stands for. Yeah, Grogan. it stands for Grogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, we're getting straight to the straight to the secrets of the industry at this point. This yeah. is great. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you anything. <laughs> I've been told. I, I very explicitly tell all my coworkers to not tell me anything they don't want other people to know. So I'm the last person to find out about games we're developing because oh, no. I'll just I'll just say it. I like to tell. I like to have secrets and I like to give them out to people. So yeah. I am very purposefully let, left out of a lot of meetings. Right. <laughs> because of that That's very ideal. reason. Because like, it's their fault if anything goes wrong, right? You I'm like, I warned you. This yeah. is, I take no responsibility. My accountability is gone. That's so good. I'm like the opposite. I know, I know a lot of stuff, and I'm like really, really scared to say anything. Um, I'm sorry, that sounded really big headed. I don't know a lot of stuff, but when are I do know stuff, I'm scared you need to help. Tell you're scared to you know, say anything. Yeah, like Ticket to Ride. I was talking about Ticket to Ride the other, and and I actually wasn't sure. I was even though I asked the person, I was like, "Can I can I take a picture of this? Can I share it on social media?" They're like, oh. "Yeah, yeah, of course." And then even after I knew that, I still didn't until I saw somebody else do it, and I was like, mm. "Okay, the 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 the, the tr- they're in trouble if anything goes wrong." I'm just coating off of that. You're just following their yeah. coattails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I mean. Which, so talking of revealing secrets, yeah. uh, <laughs> what is this scenario that you've come prepared with? All right. So my scenario uh, for you all today is mm-hmm. you have been invited to meet your partners. Yes, you. You've been invited <laughs> to meet your partner's parents for the very first time. And these are very mm-hmm. affluent, very old money, a little mm-hmm. bit quirky, like the quirk that only can come with old money. You know, that's what these that's what these people are. Uh, you've been invited to their house and they are thoroughly convinced that the only way to experience the full sensory experience of a board game is to play it outside in the pouring rain. We've got the whole like charcuterie board, the fancy wine, absolute torrential downpour, and they would like Mm -hmm. to play a board game. They're monsters, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Absolute monsters. I feel like of of the food that could go badly, charcuterie Mm. is probably the least, like cheese and meats, Are fairly uh, like they're not yeah, absorbed that much. Yeah, yeah, they know what they're doing. They've done this before. Yeah. They've they've, yeah. they've worked out the kinks of this whole scenario. Cheese is waterproof food. I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard cheese. Maybe not soft cheese, but like you know, like mm. cheddar and stuff. Consider yeah. rather like waterproof. Trying to eat a bowl of soup or something, right? That's yeah. just not going to go well. Yeah, <laughs> unless like it's one of those. Th- I'm just worried about the wine though, because you mm. know, wine diluted is less good. Surely that's that's true, right? Not what? wine expert or anything. Do they serve special concentrated wine that actually needs oh. a little bit of dilution? Oh. Um. Concentrated wine? Like wine squash. <laughs> like squash, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like pills, like where you just add water and it just, you know, yeah. becomes normal wine. Not sure that'll catch on, to be honest. So, I guess the... So we're talking about waterproof food, but I guess we're now looking for waterproof games. This waterproof is not, board games, yeah. This is yeah. not an Ooh. area we haven't discussed uh, before oh. actually, because okay. yeah, in a had, previous scenario, a yeah, we had a beach one, and there was definitely an element of waterproof waterproofing mm. needed for the game. So, but we can think outside of the box as well. It yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be waterproof. It could also be disposable, <gasps> you know, mm. or it could be something that could survive being dried out. Mm. You That's know, true. Like, you could you could play wet Django. You could dry those blocks out after. It wouldn't just. Oh, okay, I was immediately yeah. thinking. Oh, that'd like, be like tough mode, that wouldn't it? Because like the water <laughs> would like kind of absorb a little bit, and so you'd yeah, be and like, get quite a lot of tension yeah. from that, wouldn't you? The blocks Literally, would stick a bit more. I think the game would be like, who can take a piece out without it sort of like collapsing? <laughs> that'd be a very different. That's a very good thing. That's very good thinking, though, Ben. You know what? We should we should try a Jenga in the bath edition and see whether or not it's, <laughs> it improves the game on any level. 
I uh, think it definitely uh, would. You'd splash did, them when they knock down the tower. That'd be way more exciting. True. I like that you went float, straight yeah. to, to Bath, not in a pool or something like that. <laughs> no, I, I mean, obviously, it's <laughs> lower stakes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. If you're fitting more than two people in a bath, even that's uh, it's quite tr- so that's tricky. That's high stakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, towers crashing on me in the bath. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's true. I mean, for some reason, I just assume Jenga is a is a two player game. That that's just not true, though. I mean, I don't know what the optimum Jenga. Yeah, what is the maximum is. player count in Jenga? Is there a, is there one? I don't think so. Hmm. No, I guess the <laughs> number of what's the maximum possible moves? That's that's the maximum number of players. Yeah, each one player gets each. one. Yeah, back to going first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'd really, yeah, you'd really want to go first. Yeah, first six, play advantage in that people. one. Right. That's what it says. Interesting. <laughs> I, I challenge that. I yeah, challenge is that. the definition of first player advantage for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm right. sure there's a dedicated BGG forum about like the first yeah. how to mitigate first player <laughs> Jenga advantage. I guarantee yeah. it. There's something like that. I wonder if there's definitely a situation of like if it's your turn, you should go for a side piece over a middle piece or mm. where you should. Someone's probably done the math, right? Oh, I'm. Guarantee it. Yeah, someone solved Jenga for sure. Jenga. <laughs> it's the sort of thing that would just be like a PhD thesis, right? Someone's just like they were. Ooh. They didn't know what they were going to do, and then they're like, Jenga. They, I've, they got I've got it. Physics thesis. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. To them, like, um, yeah, <laughs> just hit Isaac me, Newton. like a tower. <laughs> I love, I love, there's a good chance I've said this on the podcast before, but one of my favorite facts about Jenga is every. Um, Every Jenga is unique because they, they built into the manufacturing process a way to mm. slightly vary mm. all the pieces. So there's never going to be two sets that are like identical. And that's that on true? purpose. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It's, people... I saw it on the internet. <laughs> so. there's enough, um... You immediately followed up with, I don't know. It didn't even take any pride in you. Immediately I was mean, like, man, I'm I just saying know. it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, 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 I we have, need sources and I references, like it's Russ. I feel no, like I just wanted confidence. I just wanted yeah. you to be like, yeah, it's true. And I would have been like, yeah. I would have believed yeah. you. But that's <laughs> the thing. I all different sizes. Like yeah. they, they're not level when you build them. I'm no. sure yeah. that's on purpose. Yeah, they, uh, they're much much like, easier, right? I feel like from <laughs> wherever I learned it, I have enough confidence repeating that fact without feeling like I was going to come back to bite me in the butt <laughs> in the future. So no, I'm say yes. 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 There was a, a, a friend know. of mine who actually made uh, a set of Jenga, but they I don't think they realized that fact that all of them blocks were different. So they made them all the same. Yeah. Um, and then when they played it, it was literally like, I I can't move it. It's like you're trying to move a house kind of situation. <laughs> mm. And then they had to go back and re-edit the blocks just so it was a fun game. <laughs> what did they do, like sandpaper fun, or something? I fun guess, game. yeah. I played like an off-brand version of Jenga. It was called it was called Uno Stacko. It was the Uno <laughs> branded version. It's literally Jenga, but with Uno like symbols on the side. It was made right. out of plastic. It really they like stick together. Oh. Wooden it really is necessary because like those middle ones, especially down, would they there was some sort of I don't know friction between the mm. the plastic sticking. Mm. But yeah, look up Uno Stacko. It's a deep cut. It's also, Uno, but all the symbols. I feel like they've missed a trick there. Surely when you pull the stick out, it should have a, like a symbol on it, and you can make people. Yeah, well, that's what it is. It is. You have to. If someone pulls out one that has a green, the next person has to also pull a green or something, and then you can Uh, reverse it. You can like make the next person have to pull out two. It's it's. I I haven't played in years, but it's cute. The thing is, you you say that's like a knockoff version of Jenga, but this the actual knockoff versions of Jenga exist in the UK in places like Poundland, and they're called like Tower Block. 
Like, oh. <laughs> block, block stack. I mean, if it's we're talking about just so knockoffs, uh, yeah. I once, they, they wanted Pop-Up Pirate for the cafe, and I'm pretty mm. sure I ordered Pop-Up Pirate. <laughs> but what actually came was Pirate Lucky Game, which, to be honest, I think is actually the superior version of that <gasps> board game. So. Sometimes wow. knockoffs are good. Sometimes. Yep. You know, never know. I... I am. Um, I've actually watched a video on YouTube of somebody taking part a pop up pirate and sort of vaguely know how it works, but don't ask me to explain because oh. it's so, it's hard to explain. I just know there's like a. It, it's not nearly as impressive as you think because you know with like pop up pirates like quite a big, um, big barrel mm. and you think mm. there's you all sorts of like technology. And yeah, and stuff. like lots <laughs> of technology and it's like it's almost like looking at the skeleton of a. I don't know, what's a big fluffy animal with like a really tiny oh, skeleton? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like when <laughs> a big you know, puppy like, dog like gets that. like shaved yeah. or something, you can see their little <laughs> yeah. leg bones. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like when you get one of those big fluffy dogs and when it's wet and it just suddenly you just yeah. see it and it's just, like, oh, looks no. completely different. You're it's like childhood. That. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Well, don't look at it. At least you can. T- <laughs> He's saying don't do it, yeah. yeah. Don't look yeah. at it. Learn from his mistakes. No one needs to see that. That's like board game gore. Yeah, it's like yeah. peeling the lid off of Operation body and horror, looking at his yeah. real guts in there. <laughs> it's like <laughs> bending risk board backwards. And so oh, Russ no, is, I've actually seen that. No, no, I, I know you, you've mentioned it on this the podcast. The board, yeah. The thing is that I, I experienced the same sort of thing recently. I was in the cafe and someone just started doing this. And I was like, no! It's scary, they, isn't it? It was so scary. The and concept, then, oh my God. The concept of like the board being... Mm-hmm. Broken. I, God, I was listening to a, a, a like a YouTube video the other day that was a uh, Am I the asshole? They were reading Reddit stories about Am I the asshole, and mm-hmm. it was about this guy who thoroughly convinced he was not the asshole in the scenario where he Those are the best. was rooming. He was like renting out a room in this other woman's apartment, and one of the rooms that she had was like a dedicated board game room. She was like a big board gamer, and she was like, "Oh, you know, you're welcome to use any of the games in here." And so one night he decides he's going to use the game room. And he invites a bunch of his friends over. They get super drunk. They're playing a really big game that he was like, it was so complicated, we couldn't figure it out. Two of his friends get really drunk, rip the board in half, and then they just put it away. They're like, oh, this, we're gonna stop playing. And I'm like, it's like pins and needles describing like, oh, well, we just got really frustrated. Someone ended up tearing the board, like a casual fact. She then finds out, locks the board game room, and is like, I'm sorry, you're not allowed in here anymore, and I'd like you to pay for this board game. And he like initially agrees and then he goes to look it up and finds out that it's like a $300 board game. So it must have been like, I don't know, like Gloomhaven or some big heavy board game and decides he's not going to pay it because it's ridiculous to own a game that expensive. It was this and thoroughly convinced he wasn't the asshole. Thoroughly convinced. He's like, it's ridiculous for board games to be that expensive. What's the big deal? And it was like, it was pins and needles. It was horrible. Horrible. It was a horror story. Was there like a consensus? Because I imagine uh, these uh, Am I the Asshole posts are in non-board game like community uh, so was there a consensus the consensus that- was you're an asshole and it's ridiculous to own a board game that expensive that oh, was no. the consensus <laughs> it was like we were so close we were almost there but it then it was like why Why do you have a game that's that expensive in the first place <laughs> which well, but not the conclusion like, I reached but it's like going in and finding someone's like designer handbag or trainers right. or it's like, like just because you yeah. don't care just doesn't you don't mean that yeah. <laughs> boggled my mind it was it was so so ups- deeply upsetting I had to like go lie down <laughs> watching. I had to go take a break. It's all awful. Oh I hate it. It's yeah, I mean, of poor nightmares. woman as well. She thought she's being so nice, you know, like right? just saying like you can play them, not realizing what monsters she yeah, was letting she, stay at her place. I, My God, I can't imagine. 
Oh, 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 sorry, I, to, sorry to bring it down. But yeah, you brought me the mood that. down now. So sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. So I'm we're going to try not to destroy these board yeah. games in the outside situation where we're mm. trying to recommend our old money future in in-laws or future, future in-laws. in-laws. Yeah, future in-laws. Like, right. what's the what's the motive behind the game? Like, as in, what are we trying mm. to? Are we trying to impress mm. them? Are we just trying to mm. them to enjoy it? Or like, are we trying to? Yeah, what's what's the motive behind this? Like, us playing games. I would imagine it would be to um, win them over. We'll say they're future in-laws. You haven't mm-hmm. yet, okay. like, this is not your your married partner. Yep. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's two parts, wanting them to like you, and also just sort of a survival aspect of, like, just getting through without any mm. uncomfortable topics being brought up, just trying to get through pleasant evening all around, trying not to aggravate anyone. And uh, what kind of level of gamers are these because they clearly have a um, <laughs> I was going to say they clearly have a <laughs> um, you know a thing about wanting to play in the ultimate yeah. board gaming experience but mm-hmm. any good board gamers I know would never play in the rain anyway so I just kind of <laughs> guess why are these people in that level of board games like how, how skilled are they we would say pretty decently skilled board gamers okay, um, okay and the rain thing again just just old money quirk there's no there's no deep philosophical <laughs> layer to this they're they're pretty but they're pretty decent board like they have this opinion and yeah. they have developed this opinion over many years of board game playing so they are looking for um something on the heavier side so okay. 300 pound games are disposable to them yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that's right. the, that's the other thing. Very, very wealthy. This is they. <laughs> I, they would not be above playing right? a game once, like the mm-hmm. ultimate legacy game experience of playing a game yeah. once, having it get soaked, and then never like, and then buying it again if they want to play it again. Mm-hmm. That is not above them. I wonder if something like uh, Treasure Island or something that's like Ooh. nautical themed might be quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Just because there'd be the, the the water coming in, you'd. It might add a bit to the texture of the like papers and stuff. I still think it would get destroyed, but uh, it might it might add a little bit of uh, yeah, like role playing. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. So, um, like it's funny because the whole the whole point you just you just mentioned about them kind of just casually throwing a game away. So this game just needs to basically last that game because yeah. they don't care if it's thrown away. Yeah, interesting. Mm, that's good. I don't know. I don't, I'm, 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 I'm struggling with this one. I, I think feel like is, I've got you know, a couple of answers. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all on board of this. There's plenty of board <laughs> games I, I've played and I never want to play again, and I'd be fine to see it in <laughs> like, like sodden tatters in my garden. What, a, what an interesting way to approach that hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it comes from your own collection, that's really going to change, change I my answer. Assume that we're uh, it's a four-player game. Mm. Yeah. We want to say you, your partner, and their two parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so this is going to be outside. I guess duration doesn't matter too much. No. I mean, this would be like a normal cocktail hour length, like wine, cheese, something mm-hmm. that would last that amount of time. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you been... Sometimes I've been in a room of people who like wine and cheese, and they don't last very long at all. We'd be talking about... Well, that is the other element of this, I guess. Yeah, is that there would be... Be drinking involved. Yeah, but oh yeah, that's these are these are sensible people that it just mm. constantly gets topped up, right? Like it yeah. doesn't matter. Like it's I've went to a really fancy restaurant once and we had uh, <laughs> we had some butter and you literally <laughs> took a scoop out, put it onto like a bread roll, and then immediately like the the server would take the the bit of butter and then they'd give you a new one and you're just that's like so upsetting. Oh, oh I hate that. Well, exactly right. <laughs> and then you're just so like, wasteful. 
do I, yes. I like, but then so at that point you're going well I guess I'll never use the butter again because all I'm going to happen <laughs> is they're just going to replace it and I don't want that yeah. to happen yeah oh that's upsetting it is yeah although I like the commitment to the like we can never leave anything less than full like yeah that would work very well for alcohol I feel mm. is it a case of like mm. you, you chop some uh, cheese and then they just like bring out an entirely new wheel <laughs> Sorry, this is no longer the optimum level of cheese wheel. Uh, the aesthetics are ruined. Yes, exactly, yeah. 100%. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, okay, so we're, we're outside. We're enjoying a relatively social event there. Yeah. Are willing to play heavy board games. It's as long as they can, they have the mental faculties I feel like it'd be quite a high stress situation where I'm I'm not sure that people would be drinking at that point. Like, oh, do they just not care at this point? They don't care. No, they don't care. Like, there's rainwater in their glass. It's fine. It's just it. They like they don't react to the rain. The rain is just here. It's to make them feel something. It's just kind of (laughs) there. We're not like acknowledging the rain. It's in every other facet. This is a normal outdoor like. Uh, a little cocktail hour. <laughs> I just love the idea that they just, uh, they have no feeling. They're just like, I've got to yeah. be outside drinking my Chateau de Chaffelet. Yes. No, oh. literally, there's a video, I'm, ba- I'm basing this scenario off of it. I'll show it to you guys afterwards. So you can get sort of the vibe, like like full posh, like fancy outfit, like rainwater splashing the wine and just completely placid sitting there as if everything is normal. That is, we, the is attitude like we're going for. Are we, are we um, dinner? Maybe like one notch down from tuxedos, like one, garden what? party attire. What does, what's, for those for those of us that don't swing in a circle of one notch below tuxedos, what does that look like? Um, I just said. Um, we're I don't know. Uh, we're talking like I don't know, just a suit. Tuxedo, I think of as like the full tails and everything, yeah. like a, like a, like a sport jacket kind of situation. <laughs> one notch down is sport jacket. Gotcha. <laughs> I've never understood the word sport jacket. Like I, I, the last thing I'd want to do in one of those jackets is play all a sport. the elements of this scenario I anticipated being interrogated on the outfits I did not come prepared for. 
I mean, we've got some dexterity games. We've got to we've got to think about these things. These are, yeah. like, it's all it's all a practical of... question I did not foresee. I appreciate it. I have an idea now. I'm I'm starting mm-hmm. I, I'm starting right. to hone in on one. But yeah, <laughs> I um, also have an idea. Got a solid one. Ooh. Oh, oh Ben seems confident. I feel like he should yeah. go last. Confident. I'll go first. I'm going to first of all Ooh. do an honourable shout out. I'm not going to mention it again because we did this last time on the beach to um, mm. Too Many Bones. Yeah, Ooh. Which yeah, is yeah. ideal for this scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Absolutely. a fully yes. waterproof game <laughs> where everything's made of like plastic and foam. and um, It's a great game, but we've talked about it in detail. In it's, it's heirloom quality and about as expensive as an heirloom as well. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. I think, but, is it true that all of their games are waterproof? Like they're they're all quite quite high quality. These lot of chips, chip tokens. Yeah, and, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. They are heavy as well. The big box mm. full of a thousand poker chips and laminated yeah. cards. It's it's a beast. So it's so it's waterproof, but it would sink if you dropped it in the sea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. It would drag you down with it. Yeah. You would die holding that game. But you wouldn't want to let it go because it's so yeah, expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> I guess I guess we'll just have to test this whilst we're playing Jenga in the bath to see whether or not too many bones also sink. So just if you're in that situation, whether or not you can take it to the deserted island gotcha mm. so um right so when you're in the rain right and you're mm-hmm. you know you're 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 rich you're drunk you're yeah. feeling nothing you're getting <laughs> yes. you're looking fancy but you're a little disheveled because of the weather yes. and what immediately comes to my mind is is hard bitten detective mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. imagine you're in a film film noir detective story the mm-hmm. rain's beating on the window you're, you're drinking your whiskey to forget your past <laughs> And then along comes a murder, and you've got to solve it. So what I'm going to recommend is the Sherlock Holmes consulting detective game. Good answer. Because it is a game you really can only play once. Um, because once you've solved it and you know who done it, you don't want to play that mission again. You know, you've, you know who done it. So it's fine. It can be completely ruined. That newspaper and all of the clues can, can be destroyed in the rain. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the right vibe because it's a fun game to play while you're drinking. You don't have to worry about a board state or maths. You're just chatting and reading and discussing it. And it honestly gets more fun the more you drink because you just start going completely off topic and investigating the zoo and the circus who's in town because that sounds cool. Maybe he was eaten by a lion. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, um, you're also going to be completely wrong at the end of this anyway, unless yeah. you're you're good. I mean, like I, I would not do very well. So <laughs> yeah, but it's you know it's not about the de- it's about the journey and not the destination. So I think you what? would get to know the parents very well. You'd have a good mm. time, and you wouldn't be sad that it was destroyed because it's a one and done game anyway. Nice. I would say like um, the game also being that it is a lot of paper. It gives it a natural time limit for the game as well. well. That adds a ticking clock element, you know, to solving the mystery. Because technically, you could spend (laughs) as long as you wanted. Yeah, because you're reading the clues in the newspaper, but it's falling apart as you're reading it. You know, you've got to solve this murder before all the clues are destroyed. Somebody's laid it down on the table, and then you've realised you need to see something on the other side, and you're like, "No, we aren't going to be able to take it off and tear it into shreds." I feel um, like it's quite atmospheric of running around London in the pouring rain. Mm, like, exactly. yeah, I get that. Yeah, I think it's thematically <laughs> is it, appropriate. Is I it, like it cooperative or competitive? It is cooperative. It's cooperative I suppose for anyone who's not familiar with the game, just to briefly explain, it's a cooperative game where you read through newspapers about what's going on in London, and you choose places in London to visit, and you can speak to various characters: the coroner, the journalist, the police station, and you put together all the little bits of information, and you try and solve the murder. Um, in as few steps as possible and then at the end you find out 
you talk to Sherlock Holmes and you find out he already solved it five steps faster than you did because he's a smug prick. <laughs> I've, I've, I've ranted about him on this podcast before and how, how he's like, if you know it, why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you investigating it? But I won't, I won't dive into that again. Have I do like that suggestion. Yeah. I think that's a good one, actually. It nailed um, the vibe. Like, the, the, yeah. the, the vibe is... I don't know about logistically if I'm mm. sold, but the, the, the vibe of the, the whole setup, I, I, I think you nailed it. I, I think I've got one which also kind of really utilizes the fact that it's raining as well. So I'm going to jump in there before Rich inevitably takes my... my uh, the, takes the same game. Mm-hmm. Um, so mine is called Riff Raff. Um, it's Ooh. a nautical-themed game, um, and the rain is really going to add to it because this is a dexterity game. So usually I go for like heavier games in this because the the kind of games that I like. But I think this one is really fun um, in a much lighter way because you are essentially constructing in the box um, a rocking ship. So this kind of wooden uh, ring sits atop like a cardboard cone. And on top of that is like a mast, you know, like a mast for a ship, but it rocks Mm -hmm. and it has like little sticks uh, coming out of various heights with which um, have numbers on. And those numbers relate to a deck of cards that each player has, one to ten. And you have an assortment of wooden objects that you are trying to offload onto this ship. And so you'll each choose a card in secret, revealing it, and the number tells you not only which order that you're going to go and place these objects on the ship, but where on the ship you place them. And I think the higher, the, the lower the number, the higher the, the, the spot on the ship. But when you place something, obviously it affects the balance of that ship. So you're trying to place these objects onto the spots of the ship without tipping it over, because if they do tip over, any objects that fall off get added to your assortment of pieces again and it's the first player to get rid of all of theirs that wins the game and it's a very light game very very i mean you can play it very silly but i also feel like if you were to play it in the rain it would almost be like you're playing in a storm and that would really add to the Mm. atmosphere of playing it um it's also i know that it's uh it is a wooden slash cardboard game with like cards so yeah it would probably withstand you know, a game or two out in the rain, but, you know, it wouldn't be too long. But it's also just really visual and, and a fun sort of, like, s- game with silly elements, but you could also, you know, take it seriously enough um, as a... in that atmosphere. I think it would very much captures the vibe of being stuck out in the rain. And, you know, the drunker you get, the harder it is. So <laughs> trying to balance <laughs> stuff on the ship as you're three bottles of wine in is probably going to be a lot of entertaining to watch. So that's my suggestion. It's called Riff like Raff. It. I just looked it up. I've never heard of it before, and I do very much enjoy the the image of like these mm. very serious, very wealthy people playing like a children's game mm-hmm. <laughs> in this yeah. scenario. Yeah. I do it's, like that. That's it's fun. another game that we would have in the cafe. That as soon as you get that out, people are yeah. like, "Oh, wow, that's it's got table presence." Yeah. And yeah. people yeah. are like, "I want to, I want to play that game." Oh, no, it's quite pretty, tall. Cool. It's like you know, it's, it sits quite high up on the table. It's quite, it and it's all like it's all incredible because it's literally in the box, and the bottom of the box is uh, is basically like the sea, and then the the cone is like the wave, and then the ship is balancing on top. It's, it's a really cool, really cool design game, and uh, mm. we actually do have it at uh, at the cafe that I'm that I'm at. So. Come check it out. It's hard to get hold of, I think, as well. Yeah, I mean, we've been waiting for it to get it again for ages, and I yeah. don't even know if it's... So it's rare as well, mm. and being oh. that these are rich, old-money parents, they would love 
to have their hands on a rare game. You should have led with that. That's good. Oh, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Rich. <laughs> From 2012. Blast. Wow, that in board game terms, that is ancient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think Carcassonne was like 2000. Actually, yeah, it might be 2000. Well, what's I think 2000 is Carcassonne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you've stolen my thunder. No, uh, I actually <laughs> didn't think of Riff Raff. Although I do, I think that's like very well placed. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was thinking old money to me says like smells of mahogany and wood (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. kind of finely crafted pieces. Um, So I'm not necessarily on the disposable side of things. I'm thinking a game that they could have made. It's just excellent. It's exquisite. It's a piece of art Mm. of its own. Now, we have several wooden games now in, in the cafes. I... Recent, I'm going to go with one that I've recently played, and you'll probably have heard of it because uh, it was all over TikTok recently. I say recently, I don't think it was that recent. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, was is is actually Corridor. Oh, and, that was all over TikTok. That was the it, weirdest thing. That right, really took over. It's so strange. So, yeah, Corridor. Uh, for those who are like me, haven't actually played it uh, or seen much of it recently, um, was is is a game where it's between two and four players. It is a 9 by 9 grid, and there are 20, um, like, wooden pieces. So it's all, like, beautiful wooden pieces. And the idea is to, quite simply, get from one edge of the board to the other side of the board. However, on your turn, you have basically one of two actions. One is move your piece. Um, And the second option is to lay down a fence, basically. And so the fence can be used to either aid you... Or, more like obviously you're going to, block (laughs) someone else. And so what you're trying to do is get across while people are constantly changing and trying to channel you and and turn you. And I just think that you, you know, it's we're we're talking old money. I'm thinking they could have got one of these pieces uh, just created for them from like the rarest, finest woods, lovely polished. uh, Ivory. Exactly. Well, yeah, unicorn horns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I learned a fun fact about mammoth, the uh, woolly mammoth tusks recently. I oh, yeah. it's from from Reddit. Um, the sourcing is questionable, um, <laughs> but but it was apparently that it's less rare than you'd thought, and it's also potentially oh. better than uh, elephant ivory. But oh, fundamentally. Wow. I'm not sure I'd support any of this, but... I can't believe if, it's not elephant. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if, if you were so inclined for your future parents-in-laws and money was no object and you mm. also had, you know, morals were not in question, then you could you could make some fine pieces. Um, so Corridor is really simple. It's quite easy to pick up. The first game I ever played of it, I was like, this is instantly very interesting because you're, like, moving across and then someone, like, jams a fence in between you and then you're like... Hey, well, that's not cool. And then, <laughs> it, depending on whether or not you're playing like two player, two players more like strategic, four players a bit more like chaotic, but also you can try and mm. play it so that you're like, I know Bessie's going to win, but actually, I don't, it's, you know, someone else is going to have to deal with that on their turn so that they don't win. And so it becomes quite an interesting layer of strategy. So I'm mm. thinking like it plays into chess or go or mm-hmm. something that. I just picture old money playing for some reason. Like everybody yeah. who has old money has the chess set in the the That's... library next to their haberdashery. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just I think that, like it'd be an exquisite piece, and it's quite it's a really good game, uh, and it's it's going to survive playing outside. Nice. Oh, I it's like that. Game. I like that a lot. It's a good game as well. It's so simple, but so mm. good. Yeah, and it's it's been around a while now. I feel like. Um, yeah, at least I was like remember seeing it at a, um, a show in Spiel several years ago, and just mm. like playing a giant version of it, and I was right. like, "That's so cool." They also have another one of like the similar, which is uh, I'll just mention it because I really love the game. I can't remember what it's called, but the idea is it's a similar to chess, but well, it's not. It's an abstract game, <laughs> yeah. And what you're doing is you're trying to kind of do a connect four. But the pieces are different colors, sizes, shapes. Maybe one has holes oh, in, maybe one's solid. And what you're like trying quarter to do? Quarter or something? It might be quarter. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's... You're you're playing. But the, the interesting one is that you're giving your opponent the piece. Mm. So you choose what they place, and so yeah. it's this really again like of all the kind of chess abstract replacements. I thought I played that one over the weekend, and it was really quite fun. I also won, so immediately stopped playing, and <laughs> yeah. I can never play again. Cool, well, you're ahead, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so my pitch is Corridor, but by the way, Ooh. if you like those kind of games, they've got a bunch of them. Nice. Oh man, I do like I do like the Corridor suggestion because because of the like any rich person always has like that unused, very fancy chess set in like the corner yeah. of their little, like, do you know what I mean? That's just like unnecessarily made of ivory or it's gold yeah. leafed or something that yeah. I do like that. I do like no, that. No one's touched it in like 10 years, no, but it is not, not dusty. Like they've got their butler <laughs> to dust it every time they go through. That's just, that just, that screams old money to me for sure. Yeah. That I, I like that idea a lot. It's the whiff of like the mahogany, or yeah. I, I, I don't know if mahogany is like the most expensive wood, but for some reason to it me, that's like it sounds like it. It's very so cool. cherry wood as well, you know, like yeah. cherry wood sounds really. It's probably cheap, but sounds fancy, you know. Yeah. Oh man. Do you okay, have, do you, I have to make my choice? Well, what you can I... ask us any questions in case there's anything you're yeah. unsure, something that you need to know to help you make your decision. Oh, I don't know. I guess I've never played the Sherlock Consulting Detective. Is that something that you sit down and play once? Or is that like, is it multiple um, cases? It's like not multiple cases. I forget exactly. It's something like 10 or 12. Ten. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of replayability, but obviously you keep them tucked away from the rain. Mm -hmm. So each Got case it. would be destroyed in turn. Mm. <laughs> Got it. So you can play like 12 <laughs> times whenever it's raining. You're like, oh, it's a rainy day. Let's play board games and let's go outside. <laughs> yeah. Because that's... That's what you do, right? Um, yeah, I just I hand wave this whole situation making sense by being like they're really rich. They don't yeah. nothing they do yeah. makes any sense. That's yeah. the critical <laughs> part. Um, and then for riffraff, is it? Would you say it's like? Is it a dexterity game? From how are you describing it? Is it? It's partly strategic in that you have um, the deck of cards, one to ten, and I I can't remember specifically whether it's the higher or the lower number, but the lowest number. It has basically the easiest time of of placing a piece because it's lower down on the ship, mm -hmm. but then you get you you're not you're like the last person to go in the next turn or something like that. Yeah, yeah. so this each of really you picks a card, yeah. and then it it dedicates um, where you're placing it, and so the easier and or what harder order as then, well. Exactly. Would you order. think rain would affect like oh, the yeah, absolutely. Like, in a sense that it would ruin it? Would it be no, playable? I, no, no, no. It would still is be my question. It would definitely still be playable. It would add okay. an e extra element of like challenge to it. But then, okay. like the whole point of playing that game is it is a family game. 
Yeah. So, you know, it is, and fun game as it is, but if you're playing with, like, you know, an adult group, you kind of want that added challenge. Also, just because I can just, I kind of want to take that game riffraff and, and take it out into, like, a rainstorm and, like, take a picture <laughs> of me playing it, because I think that would re- be a really good picture to wow. post on social media. Would, yeah. People like, would not be happy with you, Russ. Yeah, but... It's you would get a lot of the like, aesthetic. what are you Come on. Oh, oh old sorry. Money, old money people would understand. It's all about the aesthetic and the, oh, about the looks. That, that real right. niche of old money board yeah. gamers that, you, that follow you. Oh, that, yeah. that I'm just talking about like how you are, how you come across on social media because that's, also, that's very... Your, well, that's your little bubble money, pipe but. and your smoking jacket. Bubble so. pipe. Bubble yeah, pipe, well, yeah. Well, I mean... Like, yeah, I, I, someday I want to be able to get a bubble pipe and use it as if I was a wise old man. Yeah. <laughs> what is a bubble pipe? It's like a looks like a normal old man's pipe, but it blows bubbles instead. Yeah. Oh, cute! Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's very cute. Yeah, that's how I would I'd fit in with the parents. I'd be like, mm, yes. like oh yeah, it's, it's your <laughs> move, Jeffrey. Quarters. I've never played. I know I, I I've seen it, but I've never played. What would you call? What would you consider like the weight? Like how would it be? I know weight's kind of a hard thing to quantify, but is it luck strategy? Like how much of it? How thinky is it? Like do you, are you really sitting there brain burning over your next move, or you're like mm, pop down a fence? Like where where does it fall on that spectrum? Uh, can I use the old adage? Easy to learn, hard to master. No, uh, I, I'd <laughs> say it's um, like average. Like you yeah. can, it's really easy to play it and be somewhat chaotic. But then yeah. I think the more you play, the more you're like, oh, okay. I start to understand how certain mm. things work in the game, and so mm-hmm. uh, you could make it more strategic the more you play. Okay. All right. I think I think I know what I'm picking. If you're ready, you go for it. <laughs> These are all very, very good. I really like the different directions you guys took it, but I think I have to go with Corridor. I think nice. because it has that duality of it can be very chaotic, <laughs> like if they're getting very drunk, it works, but it also has this like chess-like element of like, I've played this a lot. I like You can take it very strategic. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that you could bouge it up. You could make it out of like any sort of fancy material you wanted. Mm-hmm. Again, I like I when I came into this, I was not thinking about the chess thing, but that imagery of like the fancy chessboard that is mm. perfectly pristine, but nobody's touched it feels yeah. extremely old money to me. Um, I think that as I like the riffraff for the um, like, um, what do you call it? The thematics of everything. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a little too childish. I looked at it and it's a yeah. little it looks a little like I think it's a hilarious yeah. image. But if I'm trying <laughs> to take my ridiculous hypothetical seriously, I think it's too childish. Yeah. And I really like uh, Sherlock Consulting Detective for, again, the atmosphere. But I think, again, logistically, um, I like the fact that quarter or something you can replay a bunch. Even though I said like I like the disposal, I like the disposable side of it, but something about the this is a very fancy handcrafted thing won me over. Uh because I initially really liked the fact that you can just destroy it and it's fine. Uh, but I don't know. Corridor won me over. I think that's a great suggestion. I, I, I think I it was them. great. Well well chosen. This <laughs> yeah. obviously the winner. <laughs> when you were talk- really good. You all took it in a different direction, which is really fun. I like that when a lot. You, um, when you were talking about um, it being in the rain and immediately my, my brain was going, okay, so no to paper and cards, but yes to plastic. And I just didn't even think of the more obvious choice of waterproof mm. of wood games. And yeah. of course, that's such a clever... I, I, wish I'd, I wish I'd kind of made that connection. I'm not sure I would have... 
picked corridor, but yeah, wooden I'm surprised gaze someone picked like um um like gloom or something. That was the first thing I thought of when mm. I was thinking about like something that has translucent or like yeah. has plastic cards. I was surprised mm. no one went that direction. That was what had popped into my head initially. But I tell you why, because um the idea of you know like those cards getting wet and they like kind of oh, suck together stuck. and then oh, having to like totally make right. sure that each of them were dry before you put them away because next time you'd be like mm. peeling them off and it that just would oh. be awful. yeah, that's yeah. like kind of a. You know, like people have sounds or 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 like textures that think like, like make them shudder. Just th- yeah. thinking about that is kind of like that. Very, very <laughs> <me>. valid point. <laughs> well done, Rich. Well, yeah, congratulations. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it is the only one that you'd play in a sports jacket as well in the rain. So it was yeah. a pretty key question. <laughs> yeah, it's great, 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 uh, great scenario. As Wasn't well. anticipating that being the linchpin, the outfits. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on, Ray. Like, of it's course. been, it's been, it's been wonderful. Um, where can people find you streaming or, or just generally online? What, 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 what have you got going on? Yeah, the best place to find me is on Twitter. It's underscore Ray, R-A-Y, bird, and then underscore, so underscore Ray Bird, underscore. That's me on Twitter. Uh, you can find all of my happenings uh, there. I, again, I stream professionally for Czech Games Edition or CGE, uh, the people who make code names, if you're not familiar with publishers. Uh, and then I also stream on my own personal channel where I play dating sims and retro games and get hammered. It's really fun. Uh, there's this <laughs> duality. Um, and then I talk about board games on my Twitter. So you can find all those things, uh, all those things there. Um, I like to do live streaming from conventions and stuff that's one of the things i'm known mm. for um you can find that over on the the cge channel i wear this giant like robot suit that i walk I've around i live it. stream booth to booth at shows i've uh, seen so it that, it is impressive thank it's you impressive. i appreciate it it's um that's probably the thing that i think is the most interesting so if you're like can't go to gen con or spiel or something follow me i will take you there mm-hmm. virtually with me we'll walk booth Amazing. to booth and i'll show you all the things <laughs> uh, and yeah thank you so much for having me on this was a blast this was really fun Excellent. Well, thank you. Well, so thank you. It's been thank a pleasure you. to have you on. Of course. Um, excellent. Well, this will, depending on where you're currently listening or watching it, uh, it will either be on the YouTube channel, which is Chance Counters Podcast, I believe. Is that correct, Ben? Mm-hmm. That's the one. Uh, um, but we also appear wherever you find your podcasts on all major <laughs> podcast feeds. So please make sure to leave a like or leave a five star review and tell a friend about the show. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.